Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody give God praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. God is so good. Amen. So glad to see each and every one of you. God is so awesome. Hallelujah. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come into your presence in the matchless name of Jesus, whose we are and whom we serve. We thank you that by your spirit, you are here present with us. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord God, for inspiring us with an on-time word. We thank you that we can communicate with you and you with us. And even as we look into your word, Lord God, we ask you to speak to us. Speak to us so expressly that it leaves no doubt that you have been with us, that you are speaking to us, that you are instructing us. Thank you, Father. We pray that you will allow us to be instruments of your peace. Lord God, have your way. This we pray in Jesus' matchless name. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. It's a, it's a delight. It is a true delight and an honor to come into your presence, to be able to break open the bread of life for those with an ear to hear, hearts ready to receive. This is not a job that can be taken lightly. It's serious business, and I don't take it lightly. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful to God for the opportunity and whatever it takes, we're going to get the word across to, to those who are, amen, ready, willing to receive it. Hallelujah. No hindrance. No hindrance of any sort. The word goes forth. But there are people designated to receive it. Hallelujah. So we're going to start in Proverbs 24. We're going to look at two verses to begin. Proverbs 24 and verses 13 and 14. So Proverbs 24, verses 13 and 14, and, and it reads as follows. My son, eat thou honey, because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it. Then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Glory to God. Do you see? It says, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it. 
Then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. We're going to talk about how to form your expectation based on godly wisdom today. Hallelujah. We have been um, addressing for several months now, it seems, this topic of expectation and hope. And I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful to God for this series of teaching. And it's important for us to recognize that these messages are not coming just because, you know, pastor thought it would be nice to just deal with the topic of expectation and hope. It, it, it wasn't something that just came off the top of, of, of pastor's head. This, you, God gives us the word that we need at the time that we need it. Amen. God, he reveals to redeem. And so we have been learning about how our, our expectations are to manifest, the manifestation of expectations. We've learned that what you mirror will manifest. Whatever you dwell on, whatever you're concentrating on, you create an environment for that thing to spread, to grow. We've been shown how there's an enemy who wants to exploit you. He wants to exploit your vulnerabilities and he'll show you things in order for you to grab onto those negative images because what you mirror will manifest. What it is that you're dwelling on is going to happen. We've been studying about, about hope, the importance of maintaining hope and the various factors that are available to empower our hope. See, we have to go over and over and over these words and this, these instructions. You know, God is, about, God is doing something. He is about to do, we learned, even more than we expect. You, do you understand this? There's something happening. There's a reason why this series of messages have come. There are some circumstances that God is turning around. Hallelujah. There, there, there's change in the air. Just as you see the seasons change, there is change in the air. And we have to, in, in, in order to receive the fullness of it, our expectation must be aligned with God's expectation. And we've been taught how that there are factors that empower that hope, that expectation. Factors like meditating on the word of God. Factors like not only receiving the graphy, you know, that the word, the, the term word has multiple meanings. We have the graphy that we've learned about, the written word from which we get the word graffiti. We have the logos, the living word, hallelujah, even Jesus the living word who became flesh and dwelt among us. We have the rhema, the specific word that is given to a specific person for a specific pur purpose. Amen. And we, we, and we learned about how that rhema, the logos, can be utilized to empower our hope. Hallelujah. And so we, we've learned about how it's important to be anchored in hope. Why do you suppose that all of these messages have come about? 
God is turning some things around. And even if you're facing a storm, you're going into a storm, we received this information, these teachings to keep us anchored, to keep us steadfast, to ensure that what God has promised shall come to pass and that there's nothing that's going to shake us. There's nothing that's going to cause us to fail. It, it, nothing is going to cause that promise of God to be cut off from us. No, we've been receiving these instructions. And I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to God for these instructions. I personally have received my own healing physically. I, I, it was definitely in my physical body, but also in my emotions. You know, things just don't get to me the way they used to. Hallelujah. There, your, your hope is set. You, your, your, your focus is set. Have these, has these messages helped you to maintain your focus and not be easily distracted and keep the priority, the priority, and to believe God in the midst no matter what? Has anybody been helped? Has anybody faced any type of storm where it's been essential to hold on to, to the word that God has given you? Anybody face anything like that recently? Aren't you glad for the word? Hallelujah. And so today we're going, we're going to talk about the element of wisdom and as it relates to your expectation. Praise God. See, the Bible tells us in, in Proverbs 24, 13, it's saying, my son, eat. You eat the honey because it's good. Eat the honeycomb because it's sweet to the taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto your soul. Speaking of your mind, your will, your intellect, and emotions. He's saying wisdom, the knowledge of wisdom, the wisdom of God, hallelujah, is going to be to your soul, much like honey and the honeycomb. And we know honey is sweet. Amen. So when you have the wisdom of God, the knowledge of wisdom operating in your life, hallelujah, it's sweet. God wants your life to be good he wants your life to be sweet. Hallelujah. And that honey also provides strength. Honey strengthens you. There, there's a passage in the Bible when we had David running from Saul. And, 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 or actually, even before then, we had the battles against the Philistines. And... There was, let's see, let's look at it. It's in, just stay right here. It is in 1 Samuel chapter 14. I just want to show you something here. 1 Samuel chapter 14. In 1 Samuel chapter 14, the, the people were going against the, the Philistines. And in verse 27, I just want to point this out. It says, but Jonathan heard not when his father charged the people with the oath. It says, wherefore, he put forth the end of the rod that was in his hand, and he dipped it in a honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes were enlightened. 28 says, 
there, there then answered one of the people and said, your father straightly charged the people with an oath saying, curse be the man that eat any food this day. And it says, and the people were faint. So when you're faint, when you're weary, it says, look at verse 29. Then Jonathan said, Jonathan, my father has troubled the land. See, I pray you how my, my eyes have been enlightened because I tasted a little of this honey. So I just wanted to point out how honey can provide strength when you're weak, when you're faint, when you're weak, and it can enlighten the, your eyes. It, it's like a property of honey. So when you're in a, a weakened state, you need to be strengthened. You need enlightenment. And what the Bible is letting us know in Proverbs 24 is that the wisdom of God, when you receive the wisdom of God, it can strengthen you when you're faint, when you're weak. It can give you enlightenment. It can give you instruction, enlightenment, strength. Hallelujah. And it can cause circumstances to be good and sweet. When you find the wisdom of God, the Bible says there shall be a reward. And the, our instruction is once we've obtained it, once we receive wisdom from the word of God and we cause that wisdom to form our expectation. Do you see that? that is, that's the reward. And you set your expectation in accordance with that reward, with, what, with that wisdom of God, which has within it a reward. Hallelujah. So you get a negative diagnosis, but the wisdom of God says, by the stripes of Jesus, you were already healed. So that the circumstance does not dismay you because you have found the wisdom of God in this situation. And you cause it to set your expectation. That is your reward. And the Bible says your, that expectation shall not be cut off. You will reach the destination of that expectation. Somebody with me? Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us, I'm not, Bible tells us about the word of God. Let's look at Psalm 19. Psalm 19 and verse 7. We're going to look at verses 7 through 10. Are you with me? Psalm 19, verses 7 through 10. Yes. The Bible says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Hallelujah. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Mm -mm -mm. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. 
More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also, hallelujah, than honey and the honeycomb. You see that? Amen. We're talking about the wisdom of the word. You receive the word and the wisdom of the word. It is sweeter than honey and the honeycomb. Makes your life sweet. You know, when I was growing up as a child going to church, we, there was a song that they used to sing. It was called, He's Sweet, I Know. Anybody ever hear, hear that song? It says, He's Sweet, I Know, right? He's Sweet, I Know. It says, Storm clouds may rise and strong winds may blow. But I'll tell the world wherever I go that I've found a savior and he's sweet, I know. Hallelujah. There's things that you know, you know, because you have received the truth, the wisdom of the word of God. And you know, regardless of the storm cloud, regardless of the strong wind, you've got a savior, savior who redeems your life from destruction, who goes into the midst of that circumstance and turns it around so that that thing which attacked you, my goodness, is the pivot point for your deliverance. And he speaks the end from the beginning to let you know, oh no, this turns around, it, it, it's going to be sweet for you. Your life will be good. It's going to be sweet. Huh? Keep faith with God. There's turnaround, hallelujah. Oh, the word, it's, it's sweeter than honey and a honeycomb. It brings enlightenment. It brings refreshment. It brings about change. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. That's why the Psalm 119, verse 103, another scripture that talks about the, your words, Lord God. When you receive the rhema, you take in the logos, you receive the rhema. It says, oh, how sweet, oh, how sweet are your words unto my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Hallelujah. The word of God, that's, that's what the Lord is letting us know. We take the word of the living God, the knowledge of wisdom. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's important. The knowledge of wisdom will be sweet to your soul. The wisdom of the word of the living God. And see, this is so interesting. When we think of wisdom, we're talking about the ability to discern what is right, what is just in any situation. We're talking about the ability to apply the word of God. Amen. We're talking about the proper application of knowledge. It, we're, when we're talking about wisdom, we're talking about the ability to live skillfully through the proper application of the word of God. Hallelujah. It's not talking about some 
just some intellectual understanding. It's not saying you've got to be Einstein. That's not what we're talking about when we're dealing with wisdom. Mm -mm. It's not talking about head knowledge. It's not referring to how many scriptures you can quote. We got to live this life and the spirit of the living God empowers us, us through his word. Hallelujah. He gives us the wisdom, how to react, how to respond, what, what move to make, what to do, which way to turn. Praise God. And it can cause your life to be sweet. Praise God. What I love about what we read in Proverbs 24, verses 13 and 14, you know, they, they bring these parallels. You know, it's, it, we have this symbolism. The wisdom of God is like symbolized as being like honey and the honeycomb. But what's important about it is that in verse 13, we're given an instruction. We're told to eat it. Eat honey. Eat the honeycomb. He said it's, like, it's just like wisdom when you have found it, which means we have to seek it. There's, there's activity involved. There's something that we do on our part. There's action. It means that we are participants. Yeah, we, can, we have to get out of the stands and onto the field of life. You understand what I'm saying? We are participants. We don't just come and sit and listen and go away the same way. No, we have, we are workers together with God. We are participators. There's activity involved. We have to take the word and eat it and allow it to course through every aspect of our being. Spirit, soul, and body. Anybody with me? Hallelujah. We can't just be an observer and read the word and say, oh yeah, I know the word. I know the word. No, 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 no. We've got to activate it. We have to eat it. We have to, hallelujah. We have to put it into practice. We have to apply it. Is anybody understanding this? Eating, it's application. You're applying it. You're doing something. There's personal responsibility. There's personal activity. It's not just you pray for me. You, it's, it's everything. It's, it's, it's not external. It's internal. It's your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Through the proper application of the word, through the wisdom of God, you begin to do as it is recorded in Psalm 34, 19, when it says, oh, taste and see. Hallelujah. You got to taste. You've got to have an appetite. You want to have a taste. You want to eat. You want to eat. So you are looking for, you're searching for, you're reaching for the wisdom of God in every situation, in every circumstance. So you're not soon dismayed. You're not dismayed. You're not caught off guard. Hallelujah. You're, you begin to understand and appreciate that the Lord is good. You're going to taste, according to Psalm 34, 19, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts 
in him. Hallelujah. God has been teaching us over these months to set our expectations in accordance with his word. To, hallelujah. To receive the wisdom of his word so that life will be sweet. You will know the end from the beginning in any circumstance. Life will be sweet. You will experience abundance. You will experience goodness. You will experience joy. You will experience delight. That is your portion. God came, Jesus came, that we might have life and have life more abundantly. That is your portion. Hallelujah. Regardless of the storm, regardless of the circumstance, your portion is goodness. Hallelujah. A good life. Your portion is sweetness. Your portion is turnaround. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this what must be a part of you. It must be ingrained in you. You will experience the sweetness of life regardless of the circumstance. We learned that there's a great deal of duality. Duality. We learned from last time, we even learned about people like Rahab. Remember? We, we, ta we talked about Rahab and how she was, you know, this prostitute and all that sort of thing. But she, she received a rhema. She received a specific word from God. Hallelujah. And she didn't just hear about it. She ate it. She received it. She applied it. She said, I believe. She sp amen. She, she spoke, amen, to the Israelites who, who came and says, you know, I believe that your God, your, your God is the true God. He has, he has given this city, Jericho, over to your hands. I, this, I believe, but all I need for you to do is to spare me and my family. Is she not eating? Is she not, you, know, you, you, you see what I'm saying? Because Jericho was surely going to fall. But she said, not me, not my house. There was duality in that situation. There was impending destruction coming to Jericho. Jericho was about to fall. And many people in Jericho were going to be destroyed. There's a duality when people receive the word of God the, and apply the wisdom of the word of God. Things may be happening to other people, but it will not be your portion. Glory to God. Are we understanding this? Because God will make your life sweet. Praise God. She received the wisdom of the word to put the cord, the cord in the window. Amen. Praise God. And that cord was her attachment to victory. And your hope is your attachment to victory. Your expectation on the word of God, your belief in the truth of the word of God, the application of the wisdom of God gives you hope, gives you an expectation. It is a reward. That is the reward. Yet Jericho may be fallen, but I've got the reward. I trust God. It is well with me. He keeps my house. We will not fall. We're not going down. That is, the, I put the cord in the window. Glory to God. It is my hope, my attachment. I believe God no matter what. There's a dual system going on. There's a duality going on, but it's not going to visit you. You're going to receive and experience the sweetness, the goodness, the abundance, the deliverance that comes from the, the living God, the word of God and the living God. Hallelujah. He is sweet. I know. Hallelujah.
hallelujah, storm clouds may rise, strong winds may blow, but I'm telling you today, and I'll tell the world wherever I go, that you found, hallelujah, it's like so shall the knowledge of wisdom be when you have found it. I have found a savior. The one who redeems my life from destruction. Hallelujah. And he's sweet, I know. There may be duality, but it does not visit you. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this? My word tells me that the people who know their God shall be strong and shall do exploits. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I tell you, there, there, we are in a period where... We see it all the time, but there's like a, a duality that is present where even now and in the near future, we are going to find, praise God, we're going to find um, individuals facing the same circumstances, but they experience different outcomes. Are you understanding this? See, I know these series of teachings have been purposeful and they have been pivotal because we, are, we will experience, some already are, duality where you'll have individuals facing the same circumstances with different outcomes. Hallelujah. Your outcome will be sweet. Your outcome will be good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just as Rahab's outcome was good, just as her outcome was sweet, there's clear duality. We've learned it in the past. We've got pastor ministered on Noah, Rahab, all of these different examples. There's duality present. And what is important for the children of God is to be participants, partakers, to get out of the stands and onto the field, to get engaged in receiving the wisdom of the word of God. It will facilitate turnaround and cause your life to be good, cause your life to be sweet, no matter what is going on. Are you understanding this? That's why, I, again, Proverbs 24, 13, 14. We're given instructions. My son, eat thou honey. Eat it because it's good. Hallelujah. Eat the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto your soul. Hallelujah. God will give you the wisdom of his word. Just as he spoke the rhema to Rahab. You can expect him to speak to you. But you have to do something with what you have heard. We're instructed to eat. Ingest. Receive, allow his word to permeate every aspect, every crevice of our being. Your spirit, 
your soul. Let that word permeate. Hallelujah. Your mind, your will, your emotions. Allow the word to permeate even through your emotions, through your body. Hallelujah. So, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be. So when we are participants, not just sitting in bleachers, listening to a word, but actually engaging it, eating it, meditating on it, seeing it operative in our lives. Hallelujah. It, it's, it's, it's important. That's how we allow it to seep through every aspect of our being. God is in control here. Hallelujah. And you'll discover that he is sweet. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. He says, eat it. Eat the honey because it's good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. But you got to take a taste. Hallelujah. You got to eat it. The honey and the honeycomb. It's not enough to have a head knowledge. Don't go to a buffet and just stare at it. Hallelujah. When it comes to the word of God, you're not on a diet. Amen. Forget the keto. We eating all. Amen. We're ingesting. We're eating. We're receiving it. Hallelujah. And there's nothing harmful in the word of God. Amen. It won't cause you to get too. Uh, uh, un- it won't get, allow you to get unhealthy. Praise God. Amen. Amen. But you have to be a participant because we are faced with tremendous duality. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful. Even through this series, many of us have eaten and received and experienced the sweetness. Hallelujah. We've had testimonies coming forward. I know I got my own testimony. Glory to God. I'm telling you, I've got my own testimony. I don't care what anybody says. I know I found a savior, hallelujah, who redeemed my body, hallelujah, and he's sweet, I know, praise God. We had our other sister to testify about how there was a mighty visitation of the spirit of God, hallelujah, as she tasted of the word, as she, hallelujah, applied the wisdom of the word to believe God despite the diagnoses of doctors. Storm clouds may rise. Strong winds may blow. But we have been taught that we've got to maintain our expectation. We take the wisdom of the word of the living God. Hallelujah. We apply the wisdom. His word is wiser than the diagnosis of any doctor. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He, he's bigger than Alzheimer's. Hallelujah. He, he's bigger than depression. He's bigger than anxiety. We take the wisdom of the word. Hallelujah. And, 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 and we eat it. Praise God. I trust you, God. I eat you. I eat your word. I take the wisdom of your word and I ingest it. For it is good to my soul. 
It keeps me from falling apart when I get bad news. Hallelujah, because I have found something great. I have found the wisdom of God. I've gotten a word from the living God. I am applying that word, and my Bible tells me there's a reward. And I fasten my hope, my expectation on that promised reward. And the word declares that that expectation shall not be cut off. I will reach the destination of that expectation regardless of the storm. Are you receiving this today? So just just open your heart to to receive it. Because God is good. He is sweet. He is bigger. He is awesome. Hallelujah. You form your expectations based on the wisdom of God. I tell you, he has carried people through all kinds of trials, all kinds of traps, all kinds of snares, all kinds of difficulties, all kinds of upheavals. You, you wake up one day, you're, you're, there's this upheaval in your life. Today looks different from yesterday. But there's something that's stable, steady, stabilizing, triumphant. Are you understanding? And that you must eat. Hallelujah. So, I mean, what do you do when you've lost your job? What do you do? You've spent your entire career dedicated to this particular employer. There, there, there are some people who even base their worthiness on how well they do at their job. Their, their job defines them, right? And for the, such people, a, a pink slip can be absolutely devastating, right? What are you going to do? What do you do when the person that you looked googly-eyed at, you know, on your wedding day, and you said, I do too, suddenly tells you, I don't. What are you going to do? What do, you, what do you do when there are storms that want to visit you? How do you go on? How do you go on when the one you love so dearly suddenly transitions? What do you do? How do you go on? Things happen. How are you going to respond? What are you going to do if you receive when you, if you receive a negative diagnosis? What are you going to do? You used to call these people. These people always had your back. The people that you relied on to help you, you turn around and they need help themselves. What are you going to do? How do you handle the day of adversity? See, we're here in Proverbs 24, right? See, look at what, look at what 24, 10 says. Oh dear, I'm in the Psalms. Okay, Proverbs 24, 10. Word says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. It's, it's, you see that? It's small. 
if you, what are you going to do when the storm clouds come? How do you handle? You need the honey. You need the honeycomb to strengthen you. Just as we saw in 1 Samuel 14 with Jonathan and them, right? They took the honey. The people were faint. They took the honey. They were strengthened. Eyes were enlightened. All that sort of thing. You need the honey and the honeycomb to strengthen you. Hallelujah. Because the word of God says, it says you can run and not be weary. You can walk and not faint. Hallelujah. And so it's important to have that expectation, as we've learned, that hope. It is an anchor for your soul. You won't faint. You won't crumble under. You won't be overwhelmed. You won't quit and you won't lose. Glory to God. Are you understanding this? Praise God. Because the spirit of God, God will give us the wisdom, the word, rhema word, what we need to properly discern situations, to help us through circumstances. Hallelujah. We have to remember, we are citizens of two kingdoms. Do you understand this? How many of you have a passport? Okay. You have a passport. Some have two. Some have more than one. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Some have multiple passports. Amen. But when you you look at it, 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 it says that you are a citizen. Like mine says, I'm a citizen of the United States of America. Yeah. And that's interesting. But I want you to look at Philippians 3. You, we are citizens of two kingdoms. See, this is why we see so much duality. Praise God. We are citizens of two kingdoms. Praise God. So, some of you may have different versions of the Bible. In Philippians 3.20, in the King James, it says, for our conversation is in heaven. Anybody else have a different version? Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Another version, I believe it's NIV, says... For our citizenship is in heaven. Praise God. King James says, for our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Another version says, for our citizenship is in heaven. We are children of the Most High God. We are citizens of the kingdom of God. Of God. Hallelujah. So when you make Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior, praise God, you become a citizen of the kingdom 
of God. You want to make sure that you belong to him, that you are one of his, that you are a citizen of that kingdom. That's even more important than your passport. We got another, you understand? We, we've been washed, make sure you've been washed by the blood of the lamb. Make sure that you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior so that you can be part of another kingdom, of the kingdom of God. Because, hallelujah, the kingdom of God is never afraid. The kingdom of God is never caught by surprise. The kingdom of God, hallelujah, is never panic-stricken. The kingdom of God is never stressed out. The kingdom of God is never defeated. The kingdom of God is never bewildered. The kingdom of God is never confused. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is able to use the, the difficulty, the storm, whatever that is, and the thing that has, a, he could even use the thing that has attacked you to his glory. You, do you understand this? I believe it is in um, Judges. Let me show you something from Judges. I believe it is chapter 14. Judges 14. Yes. I think it is, yes, I think verse 5. This, we're talking about Samson. Very interesting. It's amazing how you get a different perspective the more you read the word, because I remember, you know, as a child, you read about Samson and Delilah and all that. And we've read this many times and you just, you know, the Lord just shows you some things. Praise God. In verse five, it says, then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath and behold, a lion roared against him. So you have Samson being attacked by this lion. And we know we have an enemy who goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So we have Samson about to be attacked by this roaring lion. The verse six says, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon Samson. And he, he tore that line up. He rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand. But he told not his father or his mother what he had done. I want to show you something. Look at, down at verse 8. Look. It says, and after a time, he returned to take her. And he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. Samson's returning, and he sees the carcass of the lion that he had slain, right? 
And look, as and behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hands and he ate and he gave it to his mother and to his father. I, the Lord was just impressing the fact that God is able to use the very thing that has come against you, that has attacked you, and he can use that very thing and turn it around to bring sweetness and joy to your life. The very place of trial can be a pivot point to bring sweetness, something good into your life. Are you understanding this? Praise God. That's why it's, it's so crucial for us to find the wisdom of the word to operate out of the kingdom of God. If you are consistently bitter, panic-stricken, upset, disturbed, confused, bewildered, stressed out, feeling lonely, feeling abandoned, it's letting you know that you're operating out of the wrong kingdom, the, the wrong system is at work in your life. We have to enter into, receive, hallelujah, the, the wisdom of the word of God and understand your true citizenship. We get our instructions from the spirit of the living God. We, we position ourselves to receive from heaven, to hear from heaven. And we eat it. Are you understanding this? Because whatever you're going through, we, there's, there are ways, there are ways to stabilize yourself. Understand your citizenship. And you know that one, God loves me. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, right? We're talking about getting stable, getting anchored, not allowing the winds to take you under. You stop and you say, wait a minute. God loves me. Start right there. God is love. He loves you. Then you have to under, you just know, understand and know God cares about me. He cares for you. You know, it, it helps to take you out of the influence of the wrong kingdom, the system of this world. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep, we have to keep ourselves, amen, positioned in the proper kingdom. God loves me. God cares about me. God knows what to do. Right? Understand, God knows what to do and understand that God never fails. Are you, you know, just, just to make sure that you're steady, that you remain anchored, that it goes well with you, 
that even that storm, that, that thing that wants to attack you, God, God knows what to do. He can turn that around and make it sweet for you. Are you understanding this? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're just talking about maintaining the perspective of the kingdom, receiving the wisdom of God, the perspective of the kingdom. Praise God. Are, are you listening? Praise God. Because I'm going to tell you, and this, is, this is not a negative confession. Look with me at John 16, 35. I was going to say this is not a negative confession, but, you know, Nowhere does God promise us a problem-free life. <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> but the Bible tells us, look, um, and you know where I'm going, John 16, 33. Praise God. Jesus says, John 16, 33. These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. Praise God. We, you want to be in him. We want to maintain a kingdom perspective. Hallelujah. You want, you want to position yourself there. He, he says, in the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, hallelujah. I have overcome the world, hallelujah. So you have the kingdom of this world, right? You have this world system, and you have the kingdom of God. We belong to the overcoming kingdom. He says, I have overcome the world. So there's no circumstance, no situation, no problem that he has not already overcome hallelujah and he gives unto he has made unto us wisdom hallelujah he provides wisdom to us we have the benefit of the wisdom of god and we're instructed to take it ingest it eat it partake of it apply it hallelujah it'll be sweet for us because then we'll be positioned in with the one who has already overcome praise god praise god are you understanding this Praise God. Especially as we're living in this earth realm. He says, look, I'm not saying you're not going to have tribulation. Hallelujah. But I can turn it into sweetness. I can cause the place of attack to be a turnaround. To, hallelujah. I can make good out of what others have tossed away. Hallelujah. So we need to make sure that we're citizens of his kingdom. And we have to make sure that we use the, the tools, the spiritual tools that he has provided for us. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so, as kingdom people... We have to have kingdom expectations. Kingdom expectations. Hallelujah. Expectations based on the truth and the promises of the word of, of God. Because when you have 
when you maintain the, uh, a type of kingdom expectation, you will come to know that every challenge, every problem, every type of tribulation, every tough time carries with it, amen, the seeds or the keys to victory. Amen. There's a reason why the Bible tells us, or is it Psalm 34, Psalm 34, 19. Many of you know where we're going. Psalm 34, 19. Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Does it disturb God? The kingdom of God is not panicked, is not depressed, is not full of anxiety. Mm -mm. Many of the, are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all, 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 all. For whatever, whatever that tough place is, there's deliverance. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Whatever the storm cloud that rises, the strong wind that blows, praise God. I tell the world, wherever I go, that I found my Savior, and he's sweet. I know there's no storm, there's no affliction that God cannot deliver you out of it. Hallelujah. But we have to set our expectation on that word of God, that, that deliverance, that, hey, that promise, that reward. And when we do, we will reach the destination of that expectation. It has not taken God by surprise. He already has the end result. He's already, he's already overcome the enemy. Glory to God. But, and, and these are truths. These are truths. Hallelujah. And he wants us to be in a place where, you know, like, like I said, he's sweet, I know. These are things that you know, that you're confident in, right? That we got to build up our confidence. You have to be confident, even as the word tells us. You know how the word says, you have to be confident in this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it. You know, that, that's something that you know. That's something you have to be, you, you're confident in. It is, it is the wisdom of the word that you're confident in. I know this, this is what I expect. There's a reward in that. You see, God rewards us and that expectation will come to pass. It will happen in your life. Glory to God. You understand it? Let's look at another place. Uh, in, um, it would be, um, help me, Lord. Confident. Uh, cast not away. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews 10. Praise God. Ten and, yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord. Verse 35. Are you there? Hebrews 10, 35. And the Bible says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great 
recompense of reward. Hallelujah. Do you see that? We can, we can read on, but just, just stop right there. He says, when you're confident, you're believing God, you, you set your expectation in accordance with the word of God. It says, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto your soul. When you have found it, there shall be a reward and your expectation shall not be cut off. Praise God. So it, it tells us here that there's great recompense of reward when we don't cast away our confidence. So we have to be confident in the truth that what God says to us is true. What he says is so. It shall come to pass. Praise God, no matter what's going on. And it goes on in Hebrews 10.36 is to say, you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Praise God. And it says, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Hallelujah. We're going to continue to believe and stand fast on the wisdom of the word of God to us. Hallelujah. You ha there's a reward in there. We don't cast off our confidence. We, we stay steadfast believing in the truth of the wisdom of the word of God to us, the, the rhema that he gave to us. And you, so you may be saying, well, but what if you don't, what if you just don't know? What if you don't have the wisdom? What if in a particular situation, I hear you talking, but I don't know what to do in this situation. I, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, that it says, you know, I'm supposed to eat this like honey, eat it like the honeycomb. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto your soul when you have found it. But I don't know. I don't have that wisdom. I don't know what to do in this situation. So what about me? I haven't found it. Well, the word of God gives us instructions where that's concerned as well. Amen. We don't have to remain in a state of complete bewilderment. See, there's some people we won't, we, won't, we just, we give up too easily. Sometimes we throw up our hands and say, well, I don't know. I don't know. Just leave me alone. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. And we end up either doing nothing we end up settling for circumstances because we don't know what to do. Well, I guess I just have to accept this. I guess I just have to take it. You see, when that's like a relapse into the system of the world. I just don't know. I just give up. How can we give up when we've got the promises of God? How can we give up? Even if you don't know what to do, God will help us. Amen. God will help you. So we, don't, we cannot just live a life that is resigned to defeat. 
don't want your, you just don't want to be in a place of resignation. Oh, well, nothing I could do about it. Oh, well, if you just walk around, oh, well, that's, what can I say? That's just how it is. Oh, well, particularly when that is, that flies in the face of the promise of God. There's nothing sweet about defeat. And see, Bible tells, we we're reading all these scriptures. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. So then how can we wallow in defeat? If there's deliverance, we have to receive the wisdom of the, of the word because there's deliverance somewhere. There's rescue somewhere. Somehow this can be turned around. Somehow God's going to get some glory out of this situation. Somehow God's going to get glory out of my life. Somehow this cannot be the end. Somehow God's going to turn this around. Somehow things are going to change. Somehow this can't be the end. Somehow, he, there, 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 many are the afflictions, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. That includes this one. So I can't just wallow in defeat. I can't just accept something, this, this lion that's roaring against me. So I, I just can't just sit there and take it. I just can't allow it to happen and do nothing about it. I just can't allow circumstances to continue to persist and persist and persist. I just can't allow the enemy to keep hounding and hounding and hounding. I just can't stay under the neck of this enemy. I can't. This is one of the all that the Lord delivers me out of. So I cannot wallow in defeat. Glory to God. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. You can't stay there. You can't stay there. You can't. You got to receive the wisdom of God. And you just please don't accept. I don't know. I don't know. I don't accept it. That is the enemy speaking to you so that you can stay and wallow in that world system where he is operating. God knows. God knows. Hallelujah. Somebody say, God knows. Hallelujah. God knows. Hallelujah. He knows how to deliver you. He knows how to turn it around. He knows how to reach that child. He knows where the next job is. He knows how to prosper you, even in a pandemic. He knows. Hallelujah. He knows how you're feeling. He knows joy comes in the morning. He knows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he doesn't keep what he knows to himself. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My Bible tells us, what did the book of James? We don't, we just don't give up. We don't just accept it and say, oh, well, no, 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 no. 
Where is it, guys? If any man lack wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. Look, James 1. We have to receive the knowledge of wisdom. You don't say, oh, well. That's that's just it. Mm -mm. My Bible. Thank you, sister. Amen. James 1.5, my Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God. Let them ask. See, when you, when you combine these scriptures, you, you, you see the clear picture. Because we just, when we were reading from Proverbs 24, the word was saying, it says, um, in verse 14, how it says, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be when you have found it. Now, see, my Bible tells me, what is it, Matthew 7, 7, right? Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So it's not as if, you know, God is playing hide and seek. You know, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be when you have found it. But if you lack it, you ask, you seek. Hallelujah. God's not hiding it from us. We ask. Hallelujah. Are you following this? So shall the knowledge of wisdom be when thou hast found it. And all we need to do, according to James 1.5, is to ask. Does it say, just throw up your hands and say, oh, well. Do you just say, I, I just can't be bothered anymore. I just won't be bothered. I just, it is what it is. Oh, well, it is what it is. I don't know what to do, but it is what it is. Is that what this is saying? Mm -mm. See, we have to eat this. So when you find yourself in a position where you're just like, I don't know, it is what it is. I can't, I can't do nothing about that. I don't know. They're, you know, they're just going to take the house. They take the house, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I, just, I did all the best I can do. I've done the best I can do. That's all there is to it. It is what it is. I can't do nothing about this. You're in the wrong system. Operating in the wrong kingdom. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God. God knows. He knows how to deliver you out of that dilemma. The answer is not to throw up your hand and say, oh, well, it is what it is. That is not the answer. The answer is to assert your citizenship as a child of the most high God and receive his wisdom. And he lets us know, according to James 1.5, that we ask of God. He says he gives to all men liberally. Glory to God. And he doesn't, even, he doesn't even upbraid you. He doesn't come against you. He doesn't scold you. Hallelujah. He says, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's, see, you, ha- you must be convinced.
convinced that God loves you, God cares about you, God knows, hallelujah, God never fails. You must be convinced there's no double-mindedness about this. You must be convinced that God has the answer for you. There's a key of deliverance in the word of God. You must be convinced that God will speak to you. You must be convinced, be single-minded about that. I know God loves me. I know God cares for me. I know God's got a way out of this dilemma. I know God speaks to me. Hallelujah. Do you, you set your expectation. Do you see this? And he, he gives us the wisdom, but let's not waver. Be confident in it. Don't cast it away. Because if you don't cast it away, if you're confident, there's great recompense of reward. When you have found it, Proverbs 24, 14, there is a reward and your expectation shall not be cut off. You understanding this? Glory to God. And there's even more, even in this same book. Glory to God. Let's look at chapter three. He even gives us indicators, indications on what constitutes Kingdom wisdom. What does that look like? How do we know that that's what we're receiving? How do we know? He gives us instruction, insights to help us. It's really beautiful. And look at James 3, starting at verse 13. See the word? It says, um, so who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation. Hmm. A good conversation. His works with meekness of wisdom interesting. So we can tell based on conversation, conduct. Hmm. Stay right there. We're not finished here. But let's just look at Proverbs 10.21 while we're here, just real briefly. Because it says we can tell who's wise out of a good conversation. Proverbs 10, 21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. So you can be speaking out of your mouth conversation that is not consistent with the word of God, not becoming, right? Not consistent. It's totally different. 
I don't care. I don't care what they say. Yeah, don't, don't be throwing those scriptures in my face. I'm not, I don't care. I can't stand so-and-so. I can't, I hate what they did. I can't stand. If I never see him another day in my life, it'll be too soon. Just that, blah, 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 blah. You know, you can, that conversation. Or I, I, I hope they die. I, uh, people have said such things. Why did this person have to die? Why couldn't it have been that person? People have said such things. We can tell out of the conversation, conduct, the words coming out of our mouths. We can tell what system we're operating out of. Look at verse 14, James 3:14. And there's see, and we, we operate, when we're operating out of the wrong system, we're, we're just being foolish. And the end of that is destruction. It says that, that fools die for lack of wisdom. Okay, let's go back to James 3 and 14. So see where it says, but if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. So, you know, well, this is, this is powerful. Do you see the implications of this? Because there are people, even, I tell you, I don't know if I should say this, but I, I don't watch. I have kind of taken a, a diet off of, quote unquote, Christian TV. So lot I can't watch. Because this, this says, lie not against the truth. I can't watch it. Because it's, it's lying against the truth. And it's not the wisdom of God. And I know the end of that is destruction. And I can't ingest that. I can't eat that. The word says, you eat honey, and you eat the honeycomb, for it is good, and it is sweet to the taste. I want my life to be good, to be sweet. I can't ingest. There's some things I, I, can't, I cannot take. I won't eat it. Mm-mm. It is, there's a type of wisdom that lies against the truth. Do you see that? If it's dealing with strife, you see that? Bitter envying, strife, all of, you know, uh-uh. Glory not. And that's the thing. They have, people have the nerve to glory. To glory. So and 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 this is, oh my goodness, some of the things that are spoken that, that foment division. I can't get with that. Mm-mm. And the word tells us here in verse James 3, 7, well, let's read on. No, 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 I'm going too quickly. Let's start again at 14. It says, but if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, 
glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom, so it, it, there is a type of wisdom. There is, they may be wise in their own eyes. They may be wise in their own conceits. There is a wisdom of the world that lies against the truth. And it tells us this wisdom. So all wisdom is not kingdom wisdom. Are you, under, are you seeing this? This wisdom doesn't descend from above, but it is earthly. It is sensual. It is devilish. You see that? For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. That's why I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting into <laughs> striving, disputations in the, mm-mm. Should you take the vaccine or should you not take the vaccine? If you don't, if you take the vaccine, you're taking the, the mark of the beast. And if you, you, can, you know, if you, if, if you don't take, if you don't take the vaccine, then you're somehow more spiritual than those that take the vaccine. Do you, but do you see where this is emanating from? It is earthly. It is sensual. It is devilish. I mean, I got news for people. Even if you assume that to be the case, Jesus said, what is it, John 6, 35? What is it? Is that John 6, 35? Jesus said that God is kind to the untruthful and the evil. Ain't that something? And people are yelling, getting up in folks' faces and not talking to family members and, and glorying like, like they're on some sort of high road. Whatever camp. And even if you assume the others were in error, I believe the Bible says that God is kind. Even to the evil, to the untruthful. So what kind of testimony is this? When you're, we're falling out with people. There is, yeah, there's a, it's an element, there's a type of wisdom. But that's the wrong, it is earthly, sensual, the wisdom of the, of, of the system of this world. And there's no deliverance there. You understand? Jesus. James 3.17 tells us. See, you want to stay out of confusion. You want to stay out of confusion and strife and, you know, have you ever, I don't know, have you ever been in places, sometimes you can go in a place and your spirit is just disturbed. Have you, has that ever happened? You, not that we're perfect, right there, but 
something you can be spiritually discerning. And sometimes it's like um like a lot of mosquitoes around. This there's like this irritation in the atmosphere. And there's a, so much bickering, contention, etc. You know what that is. You know what that is. And you're because you're not a citizen of that kingdom. We're in this world, but we are not citizens of you know, you understand? We have a passport, yeah. We come in through, right? So it says, yeah, you're a citizen of the United States. But my citizenship is of heaven. You understand? Hallelujah. And we cannot be engaged in this earthly, sensual, you know, bickering, confusion, backbiting, hating. Uh, that's not God. It doesn't matter who's standing behind the pulpit, who's spewing it out. They're glorying and lying against the truth, but that's not God. And that's not where we live. That's not, you understand what I'm saying? See, the Bible says, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be when you have found it. But it's talking about this wisdom according to James 3.17. Hallelujah. It says, but the wisdom that is from above. Thank you, Jesus. See, there's, there's, you see the distinction, two different kinds of wisdom. I want to find the wisdom that is from above. Hallelujah. How about you? Hallelujah. See, when we're hanging down, we're dealing with this other wisdom, earthly, sensual. That's where you find people traumatized. That's where you find all this fear. That's why you got so much depression and anxiety. That's, that's why you got all this bitterness. That's where you got all this hatred going on. That's why you, people are feeling a, a sense of doom. That's why people are feeling lost, lonely, abandoned. That's why they got the, 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 what, the, the, the numbers for, for you know, you, you go for therapy. You know, they, they say the numbers have increased. They have things online. You can, go, you can call up for therapy. I mean, the, skyrocketing. Because there's a different kind of wisdom in operation. There, people are being fed things that are not true, that lie against the truth. And God wants your life to be good and sweet. He does not want you depressed. He does not want you full of anxiety. He does not want you down. He does not want you feeling a sense of doom. He does not want you lonely. He does not want you feeling you've been abandoned. He does not want you, oh, nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Nobody's called me. Where's everybody? That's not what God has for you. He wants your life to be good, and he wants your life to be sweet. He is sweet, I know. Hallelujah. He is sweet, I know. Regardless of the storm cloud, regardless of the wind, regardless of the economic upheavals, regardless of the pandemic, he is sweet. Hallelujah. He wants to turn your life around. Hallelujah. But we have to operate out of the appropriate kingdom. We need kingdom wisdom and attach our expectation to kingdom wisdom. And our expectations shall not be cut off. We will reach the destination of our expectation that is grounded in kingdom wisdom. Hallelujah. Is somebody receiving this today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need the wisdom of God. And we tell, and we give the characteristics. Hallelujah. The word of God gives us the characteristics of what constitutes his kind of wisdom. 
He says, according to James 3.17, but the wisdom that is from above huh, is first pure. Mm, mm, then peaceable. Wow. See, we see what his kingdom looks like. It's pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It is easy to be entreated. It is full of mercy. Wow. It extends mercy. So even if somebody else is wrong, you extend mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Hey, this is the wisdom from God. This is kingdom wisdom. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus. It's, it's full of good fruits. Ah, hallelujah. What's being produced as a result of this rhetoric? Is it, are there good fruits? Then that wisdom, if it's not good fruit, then that wisdom is not of God. Woo, Jesus. So what is the fruit of the works? What is the fruit of what we've been speaking? Has it been productive? Are we destroying lives or are we building them up? Hallelujah. Is anybody understanding this? It says good fruits without partiality. Woo! Woo! No favorites without partiality. Hallelujah. So you, you don't have to think the way I think. You don't, have to, you don't have to vote the same way I vote. Without partiality. Are, is, are you reading what I'm reading? Without partiality. Glory to God. Ain't that something? I mean, it puts things in perspective, and that's good because we got to have kingdom perspective to receive kingdom wisdom. Hallelujah. To obtain kingdom results. Glory to God. Anybody understanding this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And it is without hypocrisy. I bless the Lord. We have to know. We have to know. Yes, Lord. That is the wisdom that we want. That kingdom wisdom. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be when thou hast found it. There shall be a reward and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Well, we have a hope that is attached with certainty. Our expectation attached with certainty based on the wisdom of God. And I, like I said, you, don't say, I don't know. Well, too bad. That's the way it is. No. God gives wisdom liberally. And he gives us an indication of how to recognize it when it shows up. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. And if it doesn't fit these characteristics, it ain't godly wisdom. Pure and simple. Doesn't matter who says it. Doesn't matter who's glorying. Doesn't matter. 
glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. I thank you, Lord God. It doesn't look, if you're dealing with a broken life, broken relationship, lost job, it doesn't matter what type of storm, loss of any type, you lose a friend, you lose whatever. Seems like your dreams have been shattered or put on hold. You're dealing even with if there are moral challenges, if, there's, if you've just been confused, if, you, if you've been at odds with people, if there's been discord, there's been bickering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You just, I just want to leave you with the fact that God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. God cares about you. Hallelujah. God has the answer for your dilemma. Hallelujah. God never fails. God saw ahead of time. He foresaw this place where you are right now. God foresaw it. And I just want to tell you, his love is too great. His love is too powerful. His love is, 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 is too awesome. He's too powerful to leave you in that state. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So I just, I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you to eat honey. Eat the honeycomb. Eat it. Eat the knowledge of the wisdom of God. Digest it. Hallelujah. Set your expectation on it. Do you understand? Make that your expectation. Praise God. Because there is a promise of a reward. Hallelujah. Meditate on the word of God. Let it get on this inside of you. You mirror that word. Let that mirror, the word that you mirror, manifest. Understand that God will do more in your life than you even expect. Hallelujah. Understand that there shall be a reward and your expectation shall not be cut off. And I pray for you to experience the abundance, the joy, the turnaround, the blessing, hallelujah, the healing, the deliverance that God has prepared for you from before the foundation of the world. Heavenly Father, I just join with the saints. I join with the saints, all under the sound of my voice. And first and foremost, we, we bless you. We thank you. We bless you, O oh Lord God. Thank you for so great salvation. Thank you that we know you. Thank you that you've redeemed us unto yourself. Thank you, Lord God that we are citizens of the kingdom of God. Thank you.
for providing us with godly wisdom. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your care. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. We thank you, Father God. And Father, we bless you for how you have instructed us in such a loving and determined and consistent fashion with precept upon precept, giving us greater understanding regarding expectation and hope. We thank you, Lord God, for these words of wisdom. And even now, we commit, Lord God, we commit to eat, to eat your word, to meditate on that word, to allow your word to be the final authority and to saturate every aspect of our being. I pray, Father God, for an extra unction of your spirit upon all of us present. I thank you, Father, for the hidden manna, the godly kingdom wisdom that you make available to each and every one of us. We thank you, Father God. I thank you for healing bodies. We thank you for healing emotions. We thank you for turning around circumstances. We thank you, Lord God, for setting things right. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory for what we have received, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God, for the reward that we have in knowing you, serving you, following you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, that these kingdom expectations shall not be cut off, but they shall come to pass. We give you praise, Lord God. Hallelujah. I want you to pray in your own way. Whatever circumstances that you've been dealing with, hallelujah, whether it's regarding family members, whether it's regarding finances, regarding careers, hallelujah. Any attack, Father God, I thank you, even for the example that even in the place of attacks where the enemy wants to attack like a lion, Father, hallelujah that that enemy is put underfoot, that enemy is conquered, that enemy is defeated. It goes in the name of Jesus, and in its place, you bring sweetness, Lord God. I pray that for everyone under the sound of my voice. E hallelujah. We come against the wiles of the enemy. We rebuke, we rebuke the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. We rebuke sickness and disease. We rebuke grief. We rebuke despair. We rebuke spirits of anxiety. We rebuke spirits of contention and confusion. We cast them out in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it. Hallelujah. We pray for families, Lord God. We come against quells, disturbances, uprisings. We rebuke all manner of darkness in the name of Jesus. We take divine authority over the stratosphere, over the atmosphere, even of those households. Hallelujah. We say, peace 
Be still in Jesus' mighty name. We speak peace to these households. Children against parents. We come against it in the name of Jesus. We break the power of that divisive spirit now in the name of Jesus. The hearts of children are turned to the parents. The hearts of parents are turned toward their children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. We speak peace. We speak healing. Healing. Healing and deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. Healing for the foolish words that were spoken in the past. Lord God, we thank you that it is not too late. Hallelujah. 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 We pull out the sting of those words even now in Jesus' mighty name. We pull out the sting of those words. Hallelujah and let the healing balm of Gilead hallelujah course through and peruse the hearts of children that have been hurt and parents that have been hurt I thank you Lord God we pray for those who have received negative news bad news bad news bad news whether in bills tax issues whatever we say God knows and that there is a way out of that dilemma we pray for that deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for kingdom wisdom to be their portion in Jesus' mighty name. We seek you, Lord God. You said well, all we need to do is to ask you. So we ask, Father God, for a deluge of that wisdom. We know that Christ has made unto us wisdom. We receive it. We eat it. We receive it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Even now, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, Lord God. And as you show us by the rhema of your word, I thank you for mighty deliverance even as you delivered Rahab and her house we thank you for mighty deliverance by the word of the wisdom of the word of the most high God we pray for deliverance for the escape for the safekeeping of the people of God in Jesus mighty name we pray for those who are battling this pandemic we pray for those in hospitals we pray them out of sick rooms in Jesus mighty name we pray for a cessation of this virus in its entirety in the mighty name of Jesus we rebuke the spirit of infirmity commanded to go in Jesus mighty name we receive we receive the wisdom of God kingdom wisdom for our times in Jesus mighty name I thank you father for protecting us I thank you for keeping our your people even in the face of duality for a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand but it shall not come near me this I pray for the people of God even in the face of duality that you are their keeper Lord God you are our shield you are our buckler you are our protector in Jesus mighty name and I pray protection hallelujah over the people of God and their homes I pray that we can be instruments of peace bringing others into the fold Lord God we thank you father for preparing us for preparing us for preparing us for even for the duality that we have seen to date and the duality that will mm, 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 that will yet be witnessed in Jesus mighty name I thank you that you're a keeper I thank you Lord God I thank you that it is well I thank you that hallelujah you're sweet you're sweet we know you're sweet we know you are so sweet to us Lord God thank you Lord God whoa he, he's sweet I know he's sweet 
of the word of God. Receive your reward for the hallelujah. Fasten your expectation on it for your expectation shall not be cut off. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody give him praise in this place. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is in this place. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. There's deliverance in this place. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. There's healing manifesting in this place. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. There's a deluge of wisdom in this place. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There's turnaround in the atmosphere. Somebody give him praise. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Woo, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just go ahead and receive. Wherever you are in your home, wherever you are, just go ahead and receive. Hey, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good to us. He's so good to us. He is so sweet. He's so gentle. He's so kind. He's so considerate. He's so loving. He's so faithful. He's so forgiving. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm, 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 mm. I thank God. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Oh, Jesus. Give him praise. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Yes, let, let, just continue. Continue to run <laughs> with, this, with the Spirit. Continue to run in this vein. Amen. And let it propel you forward. Let him propel you forward. Hallelujah. For surely he delivers your life from destruction. He redeems your life from destruction. Hallelujah. Surely he heals all your diseases. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He crowns your head with tender mercies and loving kindness and tender mercies. Oh, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Oh, you're sweet, Lord. I know you're so sweet. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Praise God. The Spirit of the Lord is continuing to move. But for hallelujah, hallelujah. 
the spirit of the Lord continues to move in our midst. He's bringing healing. He's bringing deliverance. Hallelujah. He's making things well. Hallelujah. So for those who are not here, that's, he's just happening. He's just moving. Hallelujah. He's just happening. Jesus is happening here. Glory to God. Oh, he's so sweet. He's good. He's sweet. Hallelujah, Lord God. He's gentle. Hallelujah. He's so kind. Jesus is happening here. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the mighty visitation of your spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So for those who are watching, I need to conclude this. Hallelujah. So if there are multiple ways to give. If this has been a blessing to you, I encourage you to continue to, pl to pray for World Missions Ministries. And if you'd like to give, you can give by way of Zelle Transfer, utilizing the name World Missions Ministries. And the number is 571-234-2387. Hallelujah. If you're giving by PayPal, you just go to the online to wmmchurch.org, wmmchurch.org, and click the donate button. You can also give by mail by writing to World Missions Ministries, 6805 East Clinton Street in Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Hallelujah. God bless you. I would just speak a blessing over those who are online. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom, both now and forever. God bless you. Amen.